Before we begin our liturgy this morning, just a reminder, double check your cell phones. Make sure you have your cell phones on silent or vibrate, please. All cell phones on silent or vibrate, please. And thank you very much. May we all please stand and let's welcome our celebrant. Church. Good morning, Father. Uh, how are you today? I'm fine. I'm very well today. Thank you. Uh, Happy New Year to all of you. Um, I'm meeting some of you for the first time this year. Uh, actually, I missed some of you last uh, Sunday uh, at 8:30 a.m. Mass. Amen. Amen. Right. So as we gather together as a family, as a community of the people of God, we greet him, we worship him this morning, always, as we always do, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Let the church say, May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. 
Today we have beautiful readings. Uh, Jesus will be speaking to us as always. He'll be encouraging us on our journey of faith, being with us, showing us the way. And today he'll be talking to us about reform, about change, about the kingdom of God, how the kingdom of God looks and how we need to prepare ourselves to enter it. And so as we gather around his table this morning, let's pause for a while to thank him for all he's been doing for us, for his blessings, for his, our families, uh, our children, and our society, and our world. And let us at the same time record those moments we weren't as grateful as we ought to be, and let us ask him to forgive us and to be merciful. God have mercy on us, may he forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Word of life to the nations. 
according to your good pleasure and in the name of your beloved son we may abound in good works through our Lord Jesus Christ your son who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit God forever and ever and let the church say Amen, Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. First, the Lord degraded the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali. But in the end, he has glorified the seaward road, the land west of Jordan, the district of the Gentiles. Anguish has taken wing Dispelled is darkness, for there is no gloom, where, but now there, is, there was distress. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Upon those who dwelt in the land of gloom, a light has shone. You have brought them abundant joy and great rejoicing. As they rejoice before you, as at the harvest, as people make merry when dividing spoils. For the yoke that burdened them, the pole on their shoulder, and the rod of their taskmaster have been smashed, as on the day of Midian. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. <laughs>
of whom should I be afraid? Alone is my life and my salvation. One thing I ask of the Lord, this I seek, to dwell in the house of the Lord all the day of my life that I may gaze on the loveliness of the Lord and contemplate his temple shall see the bounty of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord with courage. Be stout-hearted and wait for the Lord. The Lord is my light and my first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. I urge you, brothers and sisters, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree in what you say, and that there be no divisions among you, but that you be united in the same mind and in the same purpose. For it has been reported to me about you, my brothers and sisters, by Chloe's people, that there are rivalries among you. I mean that each of you is saying, I belong to Paul, or I belong to Apollos, or I belong to Cephas, or I belong to Christ. Is Christ divided? Was Paul crucified for you? Or were you baptized in the name of Paul? For Christ did not send me to baptize, but to preach the gospel, and not with the wisdom of human eloquence, so that the cross of Christ might not be emptied of its meaning. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Gospel of the kingdom and cure. 
disease among the people. According to Matthew. When Jesus heard that John had been arrested, he withdrew to Galilee. He left Nazareth and went to live in Capernaum by the sea, in the region of Zebulun and Naphtali, that what had been said through Isaiah the prophet might be fulfilled. Land of Zebulun and land of Naphtali, the way to the sea beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles, the people who sit in darkness have seen a great light, and those dwelling in the land overshadowed by death, light has arisen. From that time on, Jesus began to preach and say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. As he was walking by the sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who is called Peter, and his brother Andrew, casting a net into the sea. They were fishermen. He said to them, Come after me, and I will make you fishers of men. At once they left their nets and followed him. He walked along from there and saw two other brothers, James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They were in a boat with their father Zebedee, mending their nets. He called them, and immediately they left their boat and their father and followed him. He went around all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom, and curing every disease and illness among the people. The Gospel of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Jesus, as we were told in the gospel reading of today, went about preaching the word to the people. Jesus found himself among the Galileans. Jesus was in Galilee. And as we also heard in the gospel reading, his central message to the people is about repentance. 
about reform, about change. And you know, when I was preparing for this church and uh, praying with this reading, uh, something actually uh, touched me. I tried to imagine the, the scenario, the scene, where Jesus was, the kind of people who were listening to, to him. We know very well that Jesus rarely found himself among the elite, among the, the rich, the powerful of the society, because Jesus recognized his mission as a mission to the people of low class, the peasants, because these were the people who were oppressed. These were the people who were suffering from the burden that, and the yoke that their masters, the rich, the powerful, placed on them. Amen. Amen. These were the people that needed liberation for all kinds of liberation and freedom, yeah, material freedom liberation, but also and especially, you know, mental, because what that power structure in the time of Jesus, whether it was in Jerusalem or in Galilee, what the power structure did to the ordinary people was to make them to feel less of human. Amen. The power structure was put in place to make them not to feel who they were meant to be full human beings created by God, loved by God. So his mission, as of course we heard also in the first reading of today from prophet Isaiah, was to go and banish this kind of darkness that hovers over the people, the peasant, the ordinary people, those who do not have access to the power structure in his society, in his time. But here is what struck me. Because I imagine that you know, standing before this kind of people, uh, why would Jesus' message, as we heard today, be about change, about reform, about repentance? Amen? Amen. Uh, you would think that the first thing that he would have to do is to to deal with the issue of at hand, you know, the practical matters. Uh, these people, they needed, they needed food, right? Uh, many of them were sick. Of course, Jesus healed them, uh, but the healing came after the teaching, isn't it? Amen? Yeah. All the other, dealing with the other physical stuff came after, after the message. Uh, so I was asking myself, could this not be a kind of misplacement of priority? Uh, wouldn't Jesus, wouldn't Jesus have invested, is he not investing in, in value? Wouldn't he have just started with dealing with the practical matters? That's one. Two, I asked myself, again, did these people actually need this message about reforming their life? Are they themselves not victims of a system, you know, victims of circumstance? Hello? Wouldn't Jesus, is that not a kind of message he would probably just take back to Jerusalem or, or, or somewhere else? So I was struggling, actually battling with, uh, with this kind of 
this kind of, of questions. Amen. Amen. But when I look at, you look at his message generally, Jesus' body language, his mission, right? I came to the understanding, and thanks to, thanks to the Spirit, that Jesus was not intending to put additional burden on the people. He was not intending to, to put an additional yoke, something they're not able to. He was not trying to take advantage of them, of their, of their innocence, right? Of their availability, of their, of, of their seeking, of their searching. He was not trying to do any of that. His, his mission, intention, was to banish again the darkness, both physical, mental, to get to the heart of the matter. So his message is actually about shoring up the confidence of the people. Amen? It is about affirming them, validating the gifts they were, that they too, the peasants, that they too were sons and daughters of God, that they too had the right, full, absolute right to the message that Isaiah, the prophecy of Isaiah, whatever else was intended for anyone else, they too deserved that. Also, let us not forget that the Galileans, Galilee was a a kind of a a cosmopolitan city where we find all kinds of people. It's almost like New York. <laughs> Amen? Uh, speaking of New York, I, you know, this past Christmas holiday, I found myself in, a, in New York, yeah, uh, visiting with, with, with family, and it, it was not difficult to see the this, this stark difference between <laughs> New York and San Francisco, for example, or Bay Area, you know, uh, in terms of Diversity, eh? amen. Yeah. Uh, in terms of, of culture, you know, so like melting pot. Uh, and so, what we know about the scripture, what you know about cities in time of Jesus, Galilee would be more like New York, in you know, a kind of melting pot, you know, of culture, of 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 people. Uh, and so, Jesus was speaking to an audience. That did not consider, that considered people, not just the Jews, you know, the the people of the promise, but also the people on the margin. And so the peasant he was speaking to, they were not just economically disenfranchised, you know, they were also on the margin in terms of a promise, whatever a promise of God, Amen. Amen. And so by preaching about reform about change is also a way of of bringing them and saying look you don't have any excuse you don't, you don't, have, you don't have any other excuse that that you are Galileans that you are Gentiles that your place is, 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 is on the margin their place is in the periphery Jesus was saying to them no you belong to the you belong to the heart of it. You belong to the heart of the promise. So it was a way of showing their confidence rather than a way of what? Bringing them down. Amen? Amen. And of course, Jesus did not stop at that. 
Jesus did not stop at that. Jesus was willing to look at other things around them, material needs. Eh? Jesus was interested in their, in their health. Eh? Uh, Jesus was interested in, in their business, in their children, in their, in their, in their family. And so, he set out, as we heard, to provide, to provide some of those, to provide what he could do at that point in time. At least healing was very easy. Jesus wouldn't be multiplying the loaves everywhere. Amen? Yeah. But the one of healing, you know, with the word, he knew he can bring about health. So he had to deal with that. Whatever else he could do, he had to deal with that right there and there. And you know the interesting thing? I imagine that as, as he did what he did, this gentleman, he invited uh, the, the gentleman uh, he, he, he called. Of course, we say gentlemen because we know apostles, so to speak, were gentlemen. Amen? Amen? But the scripture also tells us that from what we know from res you know, research, yes, he had the 12 around him, but the apostle, the concept of apostle, if we also remember the role that Mary Magdalene played after the resurrection, uh, the concept of apostle is no longer strictly a male affair. Amen? Amen. <laughs> it's not strictly male affair. Uh, it's, 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 it's everybody. It's everybody. So, so I imagine that those people who were itching closer, closer to him, becoming part of that mission, were learning. We're learning very fast. We're learning very fast. And these people were going to make his work relatively easy, so to speak. Would I say easy? Well, yeah, relatively easy. And through their own effort, whatever they did and whatever we are learning from what they did, Today, Jesus is also inviting us. Jesus is speaking to us as if we were right there and there. And of course we are. Because for God, the concept, concept of time is, is different. Amen? Amen? The concept of community is, is different. So, so he's, he's not speaking to us today. We're not listening to his word today as, as though we're just remembering. No, he is... He is speaking, inviting us, incorporating us into that very mission here and now, today in East Oakland. To continue to go about shoring up the confidence of the people of God, of encouraging people, announcing the year of Jubilee, the coming of the kingdom of God, 
which of course Isaiah has told us is a kingdom where there will be no injustice, where there will be no oppression, where there will be no you know, imbalance of power, uh, where there will be no sickness, a kingdom where we will live in a community, no conflict, where we have a community, a family, where there is no such a thing as I am for Paul, I am for Apollos, I am for a community where there is no division. Amen? Amen. So we pray that as our community continue on this uh, journey of being the light here in East Oakland and beyond, continue to be a source of hope to our community, that the Lord will strengthen us, and that the Lord will breed his word of power in each of us and enable us to carry out this mission with joy through Christ our Lord. and rise and uh, profess our faith. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, life from life, true God from true God, Begotten of me, consubstantial with the Father, to him all things remain. For us may our salvation he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified on the Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day in accordance with the Scriptures. He ascended to heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in Christ, the King of Heaven, and His kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the Giver of Life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who for the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and Apostolic Church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. God promises to lighten our load and free us from oppression. Let us lift up our prayer, confident that God's reign is near.
advancement of the beatification and canonization of Henriette de Lille, Sister Thierry Bowman, Mother Mary Lange, Pierre Toussaint, Sister Julia Greeley, and Father Augustus Thornton, let us pray to the Lord. Faithful God, you gather all people together by the power of your Holy Spirit. Grant what we dare to ask in faith through Christ our Lord. Amen. Our second collection today is for St. Vincent de Paul. No matter what I have to do, cause I need 
brethren, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice of your hands for the praise and glory of God's name. Accept our offerings, O Lord, we pray, and in sanctifying them, grant that they may profit us for salvation through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. And let us give thanks to the Lord our God. He is right and just. It is truly right and just our duty and our salvation always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. Amen. For out of compassion for the waywardness that is ours, he humbled himself and was born of the Virgin. By the passion of the cross, he freed us from unending death, and by rising from the dead, he gave us life eternal. And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory, as without end we are clean. rightly gives you praise for through your son our lord jesus christ by the power and working of the holy spirit you give life to all things and make them holy and you never cease to gather a people to yourself so that from the rising of the sun to east setting a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name therefore O lord we humbly implore you by the same spirit graciously make holy these gifts we have brought to you for consecration, that they may become the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. <coughs> for on the night he was betrayed, he himself took bread, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and giving you thanks, he said a blessing, and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, 
Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and the eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith. Save us, Savior of the world, for by your cross and resurrection, you have set us, you have set us free. Save us, Savior of the world, for by your cross and Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven, and as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray upon the oblation of your church, and recognizing the sacrificial victim by whose death you will to reconcile us to yourself, Grant that we who are nourished by the body and blood of your Son and filled with his Holy Spirit may become one body, one spirit in Christ. May he make of us an eternal offering to you so that we may obtain an inheritance with your elect, especially with the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with your blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, with St. Benedict, and with all the saints on whose constant intercession in your presence we rely for unfailing help. May this sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world. Be pleased to confirm in faith and charity your pilgrim church on earth with your servant, Francis our Pope, and Michael our Bishop, the order of bishops, all the clergy, and the entire people you have gained for your own. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family whom you have summoned before you. In your compassion, O merciful Father, gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world. To our departed brothers and sisters, and to all who were pleasing to you at their passing from this life, give kind admittance to your kingdom. There we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow on the world all that is good. Well, we know that it is through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever.
At the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to sing. grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who we'll live and reign forever and ever. Amen. And may the peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. And church, let us offer one another some sign of Christ's peace.
Sisters, behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb.
Amen. We conclude with a prayer. Grant, we pray, Almighty God, that receiving the grace by which you bring us to new life, we may always glory in your gift through Christ our Lord. And let the church say, Good afternoon, church family. So just a reminder, we have a few things coming up. Number one, um, Mardi Gras will be here before we know it. So make sure that you make your RSVP. Again, the donation is $25. If your name is not on that RSVP list, it's gonna be $30 at the door. So make sure you uh, make your reservations with me today. Those of you who are, who are receiving flock notes and emails, you should have the link in your email. So make sure that you RSVP for us. There's many ways that you can pay. You can pay today, you can pay at the door, but just make sure you RSVP so you can get that $25 price. Also, just a reminder, Nice of Peter Claver, Father J. Matthews, Council 336. We're having our Super Bowl TV raffle. It's gonna be the day after Mardi Gras on Sunday, February 5th. That's gonna be right at the 11 o'clock mass. We're raffling off a Samsung 65 inch TV. So again, this is for our scholarship program. Tickets are $4 each or three for 10. So Mardi Gras on the 4th, raffle off a TV on the 5th. And calling all of our men in the church, sorry ladies, all the men, if you are not doing anything, if you don't have any plans on next Sunday after church, the Knights will be in the hall watching the AFC and NFC championships. So any football fan, men, any men football fans, come on over to the hall. If you have not been to one of our events, trust me, you don't wanna miss out. It's totally free. Just come and join us, just fellowship with us. Let's watch some football and just have a good time. So next Sunday, right after church, we will be in the hall watching the games. And that's it for me, Miss Dion. wasn't on, but you heard me. St. <laughs> Vincent de Paul, once again, church family, we need volunteers for food distribution on Wednesday, January 25th from 9 to 11. That's Wednesday, this coming Wednesday on the 25th from 9 to 11. Um, they also need paper grocery bags. Open up those cabinets, because if you're like me, that's what you do, fold them up and stick them in the cabinet and forget about them, to bring them on down to St. Benedict so that uh, St. Vincent de Paul can utilize those bags. Bring them to mass, leave them in the barrel that you will find outside those double doors in the back. Um, this coming Friday, I am going to need a little bit help, so just a few ladies will contact me after mass it's uh, for a repast that will be here. I just need a few servers to help me out. Um, where are our visitors? Do we have any visitors today? Those 
just visiting St. Benedict for the first time. Oh, so y'all didn't bring anybody new today, like <laughs> Father Paul says? All right now, we watching. We need some new folk in here. Um, birthdays, do we have birthdays today? Uh, Mama Betty, stand up. And Father Shakiri, can we give them a blessing for the birthday people? Dear Lord, we thank you for your blessing upon these members of our family, of our church community. As they celebrate their birthdays, may you fill them with your joy, with your peace. Grant them health of body and mind to continue to rejoice in your glory through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Anniversaries. Anniversary celebrations today? No anniversary celebrations? Then I think that that is it for today. A oh, man could help you serve? Absolutely. 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 But uh, you know what? You guys discriminating with your little <laughs> celebration. <laughs> no, absolutely. If I have any men out there, that's free on Fridays. And that will be in the hall here. And I will need someone between, let's say, 10. The, the service is at 11. Yeah, 10 o'clock. Get here, help me set up and serve. That'll be great. That's okay. Thank you, uh, Diane. The church, the Lord be with you. And with the Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace, the Mass has ended. Thanks, Thanks be to God.